0: To the Easy Yoga podcast with myself, Geminis, nice, Easy Yoga founder, author, yoga coach, and relationship coach. It is my pleasure to have you here and for you to feel energized, calm, happy, and for you to have the perfect relationship with yourself, your partner, and your family without seeing a family therapist, changing your personality, or leaving your job. You will learn techniques and things to help you guide you through a better life through health, meditation, yoga, journaling, nutrition, and all things yoga for you to have the life you deserve and crave and for you to love yourself on a soul level thank you so so much for being here today and i am so grateful and so full of love to have you here enjoy this next episode hello everyone and welcome back to another episode from easy yoga all things yoga relationships and well-being and today my very special guest is anna stefan anna is a strength and flexibility coach specializing in back pain and stiffness caused by incorrect posture or repetitive strain she incorporates pilates the science of stretching yoga and myofascial movement into her sessions so that you can regain your strength mobility and confidence so welcome thank you for being here Thank you for having me, Gemma. That's all right. So, yeah, how did you kind of get into back pain? Did you suffer with back pain?
1: I did. I did. I worked in hospitality for about 15 years and, um, you know, standing and walking around and being stiff all together, long hours. Um, so I suffered with back pain from the age of uh, 20, if not even earlier, and I had, um moments when I couldn't get out of bed. I could literally have, I would literally have to roll out of bed and, and then hands and knees come back up to standing. Um, I saw a physiotherapist and um, he, he said, basically I should strengthen my core, which I thought I was really strong. Yeah. I thought, was, you know, and you're in your twenties, why would you have any back pain problems? And um, fast forward, I, I began I began to work in an office And began my yoga journey as well, which helped a little bit, but didn't quite make the pain go away. And that's when I was recommended Pilates and I got into Pilates. And um, again, fast forward 10 years, I'm pain free and happy in my back.
0: Yay, that's so good. And it's amazing, actually, how yoga and Pilates or anything core based really affects you, because most people will think that your core is like your six pack, but actually it's not, is it?
1: not at all no and and again pilates has changed a little bit how i think about my core and i've heard people say this before actually many yoga teacher have teachers have said i had no idea what engage your core meant even if You know, you go through all the training. It's just so different and so specific in Pilates. Um, So your core strength and then your flexibility on the side affect your, your spine, your posture and how you move throughout your day. So they definitely affect your back health
0: yeah definitely and what would you say or how would you say engage your core? because i was having this conversation with my auntie the other day and she goes or she had what does she do i can't remember she does like a pilates yoga fusion kind of thing and they were saying engage your core but then actually someone had said in the class i don't know what that means and then they got taught how to do it so kind of yeah would you Talk us through how
1: that happens. I love when that happens because most people won't say anything in a class. They'll just... Zoom or just keep going. So our core muscles start pretty much below the hips. Um, so they start with the hip muscles and they start with the pelvic floor hip muscles. So your glutes are part of your core. They go straight up to your, you know, your big abdominals or the six pack as you call them, and then transfers abdominals around and up to your armpits. So those armpits muscles they come and drag back down. So if you think about a corset, so you put on a corset a core set of muscle and muscles and that is your whole core it's not just the abdominals and when you say engage your core most people would just draw the belly in or try to squeeze uh, into the abdominal area but there are so many other little details oh and and the diaphragm mass, muscles uh, muscle as well it's a big muscle that's part of your core um so When you engage your core, you have a little pelvic floor lift, a gentle pelvic floor lift. And how you do that is you imagine you're putting on a pair of jeans that are too tight or just out of the wash. You zip them up and you feel a gentle lift. So you're not squeezing your pelvic floor muscles. Then you draw the ribs slightly in towards each other to contract a little bit the abdominals. You draw the ribs a little bit down and you draw the armpits down to use these muscles underneath the armpits. So it is like putting on a corset. So it depends what you need it for. If you need to just lift one leg or go into a bridge, then you just need a gentle pelvic floor lift if you need to lift your head neck and shoulders off the mat for an ab crunch or an ab breath then you need all these muscles so engaging your core would mean completely something else a series of details that need to switch on basically a series of muscles that need to switch on for you to safely lift your head
0: yeah because actually uh sometimes i know it's different in yoga because pilates and yoga are different the way you breathe is different the way you engage your core muscles are different but i had said i don't know if this is true or not actually i'm teaching it but now i'm thinking i don't know (laughs) like you when you're blowing out a candle those muscles that you are feeling when you're exhaling out of your mouth that is your core and that is what you're trying to get is that what you would say as well
1: um, it depends because there there is blowing out a candle breathing that is relaxing, so it's that type of. I'm not sure if you can hear that, but yeah, yeah. it's is a little bit more relaxing. Um, it would be like blowing out a really big heavy candle that doesn't want to go out or one of those that relight themselves. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or like yeah, or like whistling. So you're. Pilates exhalation is a little bit more powerful. Um, it's uh, so a bit like a whistle sound. It's not very pleasant yeah. to hear at the beginning, but then you get used to it. And the main difference between um, that is that you don't breathe in the abdominals, of course. So you, you don't want to disconnect that connection You know, from the pelvic floor up to, to your ribs, basically. Um, so you breathe in. The side body into the ribs. You look at expanding into the ribs when you inhale and contracting when you exhale. But if you think about it, so in, a, in very simple terms, terms, try to lift a heavy box off the floor. You're moving house, you're lifting a heavy box. What do you do when you lift? You exhale. And your body naturally knows this, (laughs) but in Pilates, and when we do, when we go to the gym, we somehow forget about this, forget that we need to exhale when we lift heavy weights, when we lift our head, for example, which is a heavy weight for your core.
0: That's so true. That really is. And how do you help your clients? As in, do you have like a specific set of exercises or it depends on what their issue is with their back pain?
1: It's really different and personal. Different people have different posture, different posture issues, and then they may lack all the core strength that they need to support their spine, or they may be really strong and not know and still work on their core, thinking that the the core strength will help with their back pain when it's their flexibility in the hips, in the hamstrings, um, upper back, shoulders. So if they go a lot to the gym and they have really tight shoulders, then their posture will be affected and they're likely to suffer from back pain. So I take it case by case, basically. I do a posture assessment. I check their core strength, um, their flexibility, their core stability. And then I make a plan that is usually a both usually a little bit of strength needed. You there's those small stabilizing muscles that nobody works on. Um, and usually <laughs> a bit of strength. That's another story <laughs> of what people consider strength. And six pack is strength, but you get them into a tree pose and they fall, you know, because they don't have stabilize those small stabilizing muscles and and then I make a plan where there is a little bit of strength and a little bit of flexibility or more focused on the flexibility part or more focused on the core part first both yeah. are
0: yeah and do you find that your clients are mainly people that are at an office or sit down all day and that they have back pain because I know we're not supposed to sit at a 90 degree angle are we we're just not built for that
1: Definitely, definitely. Most of my clients are, but not really. I've had retired people um, who have done very different jobs. As I said, I was I was working in hospitality, bartender, waitress uh, for years, and that have really affected my my posture and my spine. So, not necessarily the seated, even standing for long hours is an issues. If is an issue if you have um, an incorrect alignment of the spine. Um, so different from different backgrounds definitely
0: yeah and what would you say would be the one main pose or posture that you would go to especially if you have say lower back pain
1: it's a it's called a roll down roll up it's brilliant and it's it just it's a myofascial stretch actually myo muscle and fascia and the fascia is a, connect- it's a connective tissue that connects your whole entire body, organs, um, bones, everything in your body is connected by this connective tissue, by fascia. So these stretches, when you work on your muscles, they're usually fast and um, snappy. When you work on, the myo- on muscle and fascia, they're slow, very slow, and very mindful. And uh, so a myofascial, Um, stretch that I give them, which is also a little bit of a core workout, is a roll down and roll up from standing. So you stand as straight as you can, as straight as you can, you stand as tall as you can, um, and you roll down one vertebra at a time, roll up one vertebra at a time. So if you think of a string of pearls, and you want to, when you come back up, for example, you have that string of pearls, You want to attach one pearl on top of the other, on top of the other, that is your spine. The movement comes from your spine, you round all the way up, round all the way down. What it does is it really dehydrates the whole fascia on the back body. And when you come back up, it rehydrates and creates a little bit of length. And that stretches a little bit the back of the legs, which you need uh, the whole spine. It just feels good. So that's my go to, first of all, to, to get them to really see the difference in five seconds.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because that's so easy as well. If you're it's doing
1: this, <laughs> you have to do it properly. You have to do it really slow with your breath as well. There's an inhale on the way down, there's an exhale on the way up. Because on the way up, you want to take, like, if you think of a scoop of ice cream, you want to take a scoop of ice cream from your belly button and your ribs to create that. A hollow a little bit and create that bit of a C shape in the back and on the way up you come with that.
0: Wow oh, yeah. I never knew that. That's amazing. Cause there is a pose in yoga called um ragdoll pose and we do that quite a lot but start from standing forward fold and kind of just hang over and then slowly come back up. So I suppose it's kind of the same thing but yeah,
1: it's kind oh, of it's the same like, thing. Just roll down and roll up. <clears throat> yeah. I see people in Ragdoll keeping their their legs straight, which it's not helping as much. So in this roll down, roll-up, your knees bent a lot. And you're not using your legs to come up. You're using your core and lift from the spine before your legs straighten. Or if you imagine peeling paper off the wall. So you're peeling it off the wall. That's how slowly you should come down as right, slow okay. as
0: you
1: peel it off the wall behind you.
0: That's a good analogy. I like that. <laughs> now we are going to go to a short break. See you the other side. I just wanted to share with you that I am totally in love with confused girl in the city yoga brand they have all kinds of apparel which include crystal inspired leggings capri shorts joggers as well as tanks tees sports bras hoodies and swimwear and accessories ranging from towels beanies face masks and bags and I have a few of these leggings and tanks and I absolutely love them they are so soft and really really comfortable now Giovanna who started the confused girl brand she started it as a blog and when she went on her healing and spiritual journey she met a healer who had a profound effect on her he had a collection of crystals and told her to pick two to take home one day she was meditating and she had a vision of creating a line of women's activewear that was inspired by these crystals now giovanna takes high resolution photos of crystals that inspire her and work with an art team to print them onto fabric each pair of leggings represents a different stone these healing crystals balance yin yang energy and cultivate courage creativity and healing And their leggings are 4 way stretch, breathable and made in LA and they pride themselves in using the best quality fabric on the market. These leggings are great for working out or going out or just chilling as well. So why the name Confused Girl? Well, Giovanna's answer is simple. It is really easy to accept yourself when you are feeling good and your life is the way you want it. But it isn't so easy to accept yourself when things are tough and you are confused. And we shame ourselves in times when we need to be embracing ourselves. Confused Girl is about accepting yourself just as you are at this moment. This acceptance will leave you lead you to your true nature. Beauty begins the moment you decide to be yourself. So you can see why I love this brand so much. So head over to the website today which is confusedgirlinthecity.com and use code Yogi Gemma for a 20% discount at the checkout that's Yogi Gemma for 20% discount head on over now and check them out and with the repetitive strain injuries do people see an improvement like does it I know people want the the I don't know what the word is like now you want the result now but it's going to take time the same as it's taken time for you to get this in the first place
1: that's the main thing that's the main issue people (laughs) expect results in a day and we're but we're all wired like this we want immediate results if we buy something on Amazon we want it today and that's why they invented prime plus prime 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 Prime, because (laughs) We want it, and we want it now, and it's totally understandable when your um, your aches, your stiffness, your pains are affecting your life. They can affect everything from your mood, from um, how you interact with others, from your confidence. Um, so it's perfectly understandable. But I do explain that at the beginning that it does take time. The same way you took ten years ten years to create that compression in the back to create that shoulder pain to. It takes time for you to heal and rest. So it is something that um, I struggle a little bit to make people understand, to make (laughs) my clients understand, but it has to be that way or or it doesn't happen at all
0: yeah yeah and do you find people are well they have shoulder issues as well because most of the time our posture is incorrect like we're always up here with our shoulders right up by our ears until someone actually says push your shoulders down then you think oh actually I feel so much better already
1: that happens so many times in yoga that's that's every yoga class basically shoulders yes. <laughs> shoulders down shoulders down and um, I, I find men are struggling much more with that than women um their posture during work but also if they go to the gym the more they they go to the gym the more they struggle with their shoulders and um, they usually have some neck and um, stiffness or sensation and that's usually from them keeping the shoulders up the whole time and slightly slunched forward as well um so yeah so i do a lot of um Again, myofascial stretches, or, or if you think about yin yoga or signs of stretching. Um if you think about yin yoga that are slow, overtime, passive stretches, that's the type of stretches that I do, I recommend, and I give them a program to do at home in the evenings for that.
0: Yeah, that's really good. I suppose people with, well, if they've got any kind of back pain or posture issues, their confidence is then low so by helping them over a few months or yeah six months to a year or whatever i suppose you see their confidence growing or also they can immediately feel better so even with just one stretch they start to notice a difference but it's the carrying on that you need to do
1: absolutely absolutely and i i I began this with actually, well, I first experienced it myself and, and then with my partner, because he was complaining, he um, works in IT and um, sits at a desk more than eight hours a day. And of course, would you think that he would have a good posture seated? No, of course, more relaxed. <laughs> and uh, when the pandemic came, he that he was five days at home in his home desk and um, he began to really suffer with lower back pain. So I recommended he went to a physio just to see what causes the back pain, why and and how serious it is. And then the physio recommended (laughs) (laughs) Pilates. You need to strengthen your core and you need to strengthen your glutes are weak, the, your hamstrings are pulling your glutes back, your hamstrings are tight, your glutes are weak and your core is it needs a little bit of strength. Um, so I began this one-to-one work with him. Uh, I'd say it took about four months, um, five months, and I could see like we would go for a cliff walk, we would go to um, to for a coffee, and I could see him just having a very different attitude. And when when he was, with he felt that pinching in the lower back, so now we we just went hiking last week. We did the Stairway to Heaven in Northern Ireland, which was fantastic, and to be able to do that without and to be you know in a good mood the whole time while you do a hike of that of that type is just really really rewarding he's very happy I'm very happy to have had you know kind of a caveat have someone to try (laughs) all my skills on and um yeah but we now we do maintenance, maintenance work basically we just keep it that way we keep his strength and we keep his flexibility um but I'd say he's perfectly fine now
0: yeah that's amazing and a lot of people you probably see it as well and I do that people say oh I can't do yoga I can't do pilates because I'm not flexible you don't need to be flexible as long as you're feeling that stretch that is fine don't look around the class it doesn't matter
1: <laughs> exactly exactly I, I, they, I heard something an example of that it's like but I can't remember it now but anyway it's like I can't go to the hairdresser because I have long hair or something I just doesn't make any sense if you have an issue that's where you go to solve it (laughs) And, and you don't need to be flexible but you do need to go into the right class and to the right person and every single teacher out there is absolutely extraordinary the style may not be for you and the level may not be for you so you need to do your research to know which class you're going to drop into if you if you are someone who thinks oh I'm not flexible I'm self-conscious I I would feel intimidated you probably would if you go into a very advanced ashtanga class where everybody puts their legs above their head (laughs) and then you're very stiff then I can totally understand how you would feel self-conscious about that but I recommend doing a one-to-one to get the basics of yoga to get the 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 knowledge of what yoga is you can google it of course but if you do a one-to-one with a yoga teacher you get that knowledge of how to change the 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 poses how to how to breathe how to modify that works for your body so that when you go into a class you feel confident so i've had many one-to-one sessions that were just that they were just one-to-one give me an introduction of what to expect in a group class and i go above that and i give them personalized modifications for their own body and i say <clears throat> excuse me don't worry about what anyone else is doing you do this version of this pose you drop the knees you keep this lower you move this further and uh, in this way they can feel confident in a group class as a. Yeah,
0: beginning. yeah, definitely. Because I have that as well. I do do that. And, and then the, the clients, the one-to-ones will then come to my group classes and they're, they're so much more confident because they know a slight little bit about it and what to do for their body, not about what anybody else is doing. So yeah, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter, but they've made that, that time and that effort to come to the class as well. So yeah.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. If you've never done a down dog in your life, you walk into a class, even if it's a beginner class, you are uncomfortable in your down dog, your wrists hurt. And again, I know this from experience. I used to really hate the yoga classes I was going to, but somehow I kept going (laughs) and thank God that I kept going because it got better. It got so good that I went to do my teacher trainings. Um, But I know how, how uncomfortable I was and how much suffering there was for me in those down dogs when I walked into a vinyasa class as a beginner you know and there were a million down dogs in that <laughs> yeah So nobody tells you actually where to go and what class to go to so I recommend go to a one-to-one session with a teacher so that you get an idea of what to expect yeah definitely
0: and do you find that um I suppose Pilates are slightly different in the fact that I don't know actually but do you have like five or ten minutes before or when, when the class starts to just calm down and relax like you do in yoga and then 10 minutes at the end or do you, is it just stretching for a whole hour or however long the class
1: is don't call it stretching <laughs> <laughs> No, it's stretching because it's quite different Very. Um. <laughs> it's very strong <laughs> and i've had that again with men who in the class who thought that pilates was stretching and they got there sweating <laughs> like, okay that was different um i i do that i chose definitely not 10 minutes in pilates i guess because pilates sessions are more likely to be 45 minutes not yeah. an hour it's harder oh it's it's, it's, yes. it's, it's challenging yeah. um so I leave two minutes at the end for relaxation. They all really enjoy it because when you've worked that hard, you really enjoy that time off. And um, I le- I do that grounding at the beginning of the practice because even if it's not a spiritual practice, it's not um, has nothing to do with yoga in that sense. Um, it it you need mindfulness you need to be mindful to not injure yourself in pilates very easily as i mentioned you don't switch on those little muscles you don't pay attention to those little little details your head is somewhere else and you lift your head and you feel it in your lower back you feel it in your neck you create steps. you can't injure yourself in one class but over time doing the same thing it's like with everything yoga helps sure but You can get injured in yoga because why? Because you're not paying attention. You're not present. So Pilates is the same. I do a little bit of grounding at the beginning where they focus on the breath. They relax the muscles before they get the chance to switch them on. And I talk about the breathing. We do a lot of that rib rib cage breathing.
0: Yes. Yeah. I love the rib cage breathing. That's amazing. Just because it makes you feel so... I don't know so alive and you're getting all the oxygen to your cells and your oxygen to your brain which makes you feel incredible Uh, yeah energized energized
1: energized, absolutely and that's what you need you can't be relaxed in a Pilates class what I mean (laughs) (laughs) you can be relaxed in your mind but you can't have your body relaxed so you need that energizing breath you need to be energized Definitely.
0: Yeah. And how often would you say do it? Is it like three times a week or is it five minutes every day?
1: What's good? It depends if you do, if you have a a small routine. So what I give to my one-to-one clients is, is it's an everyday type of, but it's 10 minutes a day or five minutes a day of core, five minutes of flexibility. But if you go to classes, two, three classes a week, at least, and begin from, even if you feel that you are strong, begin from beginner beginner level level one there are levels in pilates there's level one level two and advanced um so you can you have to begin for, from from beginners yeah. to get that understanding of the core to get that understanding of the breath and um to to actually know if you're if you're strong because you will see the difference Yes,
0: yeah, you totally will. And what are two takeaway points from today's conversation?
1: Both strength and flexibility are hugely important and necessary when it comes to your spine health. Um, Be really mindful when you do everything, whether you exercise or do yoga or do Pilates, to not injure yourself. Yes, definitely. Perfect five but
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's all right keep going if you want (laughs) i don't mind and um where can we find you what's your website or
1: your social media channels website is annastefan.ie um email is info at annastefan.ie and my social media is uh, i'm only on instagram at the moment and it's at joy is my nature and my nature is from my uh, philosophy yoga teacher (laughs) and it's with me
0: oh that's amazing oh thank
1: you so much it's been really good to have you on thank you so much for having me Gemma really enjoyed it
0: oh so as always I would love to hear your thoughts about this episode so please leave a comment or tag me on social media using at yogijemma I'm always so grateful to hear your thoughts and thank you thank you thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to this episode I will be back next week with another one another fun episode for you guys to listen to and also please leave a review on iTunes or like and subscribe to this podcast because it really means the world to me so thank you thank you thank you so much and i will see you very soon